Hi, I'm Alex. Hi, I'm Cora. And you're listening to the TFL podcast. When two people in TFL talk about whatever they want, because this is the TFL podcast. So, how are you doing? How was your Christmas? Um, I'd say it was pretty good. Um, didn't do a ton, um, honestly, which was nice. Um, gave some presents to my parents, um, watched some Christmas movies. So, very chill, you know? Amazing. My Christmas, yeah. well, my family doesn't really celebrate Christmas, but we used to when, like, we believed in Santa. And I woke up <laughs> and I couldn't find anyone in the house. So I just listened to rap music and ate popcorn. And um, then we decided that today was going to be the day that we all cleaned the house because my mom said, What other day are we all not going to be working in together? So we used that time to clean the house, which was depressing and apparently I have to redo it because my vacuuming was insufficient so um Mm. the holiday cheer just keeps on giving (laughs) we love Um, that when did when did you stop believing in Santa I always I always want to know huh see the issue with memories like that are they're so like specific that I feel like I can't pinpoint a specific age that I stopped believing but I feel like it was probably around like elementary school yeah there was always that one kid and it was like eighth grade he's like what (laughs) I always felt so bad for him um yeah I I I know exactly when I when I stopped believing hold on to that feeling um it was first grade and my mom, I basically was like, mom, I just read this National Geographic book on the Arctic and it's impossible for Santa Claus to live there. Tell me, are you lying? And I basically just like confronted her in the hallway and she was like, yes, Alex, I am lying. And then I went to my brother's room like I was the Messiah, like I was like going to free everyone's mind of like the adult propaganda. I was like, Christopher, you're never going to guess. Santa's fake. And he like was upset. Um, And I should have known because like my parents legitimately gave me and my brother Cole one Christmas. And it was in like a plastic bag with like lamb chop written in Chinese on it. I was like, mom, why are they using the same plastic bag as me too? I have never actually heard that a parent (laughs) gave their child to Cole. Yeah, I think my mom was like, this is the only part of the holiday I like, disciplining my children. <laughs> no, So then I went to first grade the next day, and I was like, guys, you're never going to guess what I found out. And then I started like telling everyone and arguing with kids, and people started crying. And I was like, you have to believe me. Wow. And then you're the, the te- instigator. I was literally like the worst person ever. And then... The teacher pulled me aside and was like, I know that you know, but you have to let them believe. And I was like, wow, I feel like Edward Snowden, but first grade. 
so anyway and even more exciting coming up new year's (laughs) (laughs) yeah new year's it's funny because last new year's i was like i wonder if i'm i'm i wonder if i'm ever going to be dating someone or like with someone during New oh Year's and I can God. have like a New yeah. Year's kiss, right? And now we can't Literally. even be six feet <laughs> close to someone. So sad. So unfortunate. Like last year I um do you know those movies that are like have all those different actors and actresses, but they're like themed towards a holiday. So there's like Are you talking about love actually? Val- no. <laughs> <laughs> there's the valentine's day one and then there's the new year's eve one and i watched that last year and i was like oh my gosh like look at all these people falling in love like what if me one day yeah and now sad I, now I, this year is definitely not going to be my year to get a new year's kiss but that's okay mm-hmm. whoever is listening next year comes around i need someone there <laughs> uh yeah anyway do you have any new year's resolutions Hmm. new year's resolutions um none that i have really thought of honestly um been thinking a lot about just you know (laughs) the cliche being myself embracing who i am you know keeping god (laughs) Whatever that, that fucking means. Whatever that means, you know. <laughs> yeah, the problem with that is that I don't know who I am, so how can I be myself? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's also a question. <laughs> it's just like a constant cycle. It's like, be yourself, but but wait, who am I? Yeah. And you're just like, oh, continuing. Yeah, I don't really have any New Year's resolutions. Um, I tell myself it's because like time is a construct, but really I'm probably just lazy um yeah speaking of identity any crisis any crises about that anyway uh i think i need to go to therapy but i don't think that would be very my i don't think my family would like that very much also i wouldn't like that very much that just sounds horrible you don't you don't like the idea of it no i love the idea of it i just can't think of that i just it just sounds like torture to me hmm. what what about it sounds like torture i don't know because I, I i don't know what do you think yakora what because i kind of get what you're saying how it feels it, it feels really daunting the idea of it it still feels daunting to me even though i've like tried it um because it's like, oh, there's like so many things that I could talk about. But yeah. they kind of, I guess it depends on who you end up finding, right? And it's a constant like, like, I don't know, discovery of who kind of fits with who you are and like kind of matches your energy. So I don't know. I. It's it's not as daunting as it seems. I don't yeah. know if any of that helps. But, like, they're also supposed to work with you. Because they know, like, people 
go into it, like, not knowing how to do it, you know? Facts. I feel like I don't need therapy, though, because I do stand-up comedy. (laughs) (laughs) You just let it all out. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's literally what it's for. Um, No, but also I feel like like stand-up comedy is therapy, but also not because I'm not really Alex as a stand-up person. I'm like the... Your stand-up personality. I'm I'm my stand-up personality. Like, I feel like my stand-up personality is way cooler and also, like, more raunchy. Like, I talk about, like, raunchy stuff in my stand-up when really I'm just, like, basically a born-again version at this point. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I don't know. But also in my last stand-up I talked about being lonely. So I guess that was kind of fun. Um, Maybe it's, like, a, a part of you. Yeah. That's a good way that of you just it. That you just kind of heighten in front of other people. Yeah. And then you just have to kind of, like, unlock that other part of you. God. I don't think it should be unlocked. I think that's like a Pandora's <laughs> box situation. <laughs> you know how people nowadays are, like, saying, like, I unlocked a memory. It's like, <laughs> it's like, am I in a video game discovering my life once again? Whoa. That's, that's like some like. Black Mirror shit. Wow. Um, yeah, so that's my, like, comedy imposter syndrome. Um, how about you? Why'd you join TFL this year? I was, I was so happy when you did, but how's it been, like, entering Tufts Comedy as, like, an outsider? Because some people don't even know Tufts Comedy exists, which, honestly, fair. (laughs) Yeah, so that was me. I did not know that Tufts Comedy was a thing whatsoever. Like, I was very limited in knowing, like, what clubs there were, I think, because I went to the club fair, like, freshman year, and that was it. And whatever I saw there was what I knew. And then whatever I learned later on was based off of, like, what my friends were in or what I was, like, seeing advertised in different places. Um... I guess this year I wanted, I don't know, like when I found out that you did that, did TFL, um, I was like pretty curious about it. I was like, hmm, this maybe could be a fun addition to like doing nothing <laughs> during the pandemic. So I was like, might as well try it out. No, yeah. And you were great yeah. in all the, all the sketches that we did. It's sad that like, your only show that you've had is like this fucking pandemic YouTube show. But anyway, we made the best out of it, I think. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. Considering. Um, yeah. Yeah, I also found it hard to join clubs. Like, I didn't like audition for any comedy group, or I wasn't even going to be in comedy except my focus leader was in TFL. Shout out Amanda Friedman. And. I don't know. Yeah, I find it also hard. I mean, especially when I was a freshman coming out of my shell. And like we were talking about this, that people sometimes think that I'm intimidating or too cool for school when really I'm just like freaking out, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like, I don't know. I just wear all black and don't like have a resting bitch face. But also, I feel like I don't. I feel like I've evolved to having a resting 
disarming face. I feel like my, my round face is very welcoming. So I don't really know where that was coming from. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. I try to use my sarcasm and humor to make myself seem less intimidating. More, yeah, less intimidating. But yeah. does it always work? I don't know. But I feel like your voice is, like, so soothing. People who are listening to this podcast, um, isn't Yakora's voice so soothing? <laughs> uh, it's kind of weird. Isn't it wild that people will listen to this? Well, I don't, we'll see. That's honestly optimistic. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, anyway um you know i was thinking about this recently this is tmi no it's not this is a podcast we're honest on this podcast i was watching porn and i was like thinking about the extras like the porn extras like you know like the mom that leaves to go to the gym while (laughs) the like babysitter fucks the dad you know what i mean like those extras are like oh gotta go to the gym or like oh two-day business vacation (laughs) like those extras what is like the casting call for that like how do you get into that like are those yeah let me just be the background of this video (laughs) like yeah like la is like like people just like are actors and like just do porn extras and like that's just wild (laughs) like they're just trying to get that money you know they're just trying to get that money yeah i think you know, yeah. So anyway, that was, that was a thought I had. Random, random thoughts of Alex. <laughs> yeah, you know it's Christmas time when you see Christmas-themed porn. That's when you know. <laughs> it's not when the radio starts playing it. It's not when they put the lights on the tree. It's when you log in and you see Christmas-themed porn. <laughs> oh, anyway. Wow. That's that's funny because that reminds me of like this TikTok that was talking about how like everyone is saying that it doesn't feel like Christmas or like the holidays and they have this theory that um, it's because now we operate on like streaming services only and there's like no commercials and like gimmicks to make us feel like it's the holiday season and I was like hmm Loki kind of valid, but like, is it that, also because of the pandemic? I was just gonna say, like, <laughs> that might be ten percent of it. But yeah, I think people don't feel like it's Christmas because one, a lot of people aren't with their families, and two, people are just depressed and like you associate happiness with the holidays. So when you're just at like a low operating mode of depression, then it doesn't feel like the holidays. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's valid. Um, how's it been living at home? How long have you been at home? Literally only like... Hmm. Four days. Oh. <laughs> Not sick. a long time. It feels like longer, but also shorter. But then again, it's also that weird time. Like, doesn't make sense. Because like... It's just the same day, kind of over and over again. Yeah. I've been here since Thanksgiving. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it's not that bad. I mean, like, it's not that bad because I have my dog here. And 
I just like go on walks. Um, and now that school's over, I rarely go on walks. Um, yeah. Um, like every day, pretty much. Well, yeah. I mean, I have to because of the dog, but also it's pretty therapeutic. Um, yeah. I feel like I should be doing that. I'm but. looking out the window right now and I'm just thinking about my neighbors and my neighbors are Trump supporters. Well, one of them is a Trump supporter. The other house is not a Trump supporter, but they're also British, so they can't vote. So I guess you could say that um, it's Trump supporters. <laughs> just kidding. Wait. Um, Wait so I have up. two neighbors, obviously, one on each side of my house. One oh, side, they're okay. British, so they can't vote. The other side, they're Trump supporters. And they have five kids. That's five votes for Trump in the future. Well, a conservative party well, maybe, in the future. Maybe they will be swayed, though. That's what my mom says, because these kids, they always, especially over the summer, they like love to hang out with me. And they were like, Alex, you can persuade them to like be a Democrat. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, mom. While I'm pushing them on the sprint on the swing, I'll just whisper leftist theory in their ear. Like, how am I gonna like make them like like no, I don't know. But the like the little girl who's like seven was like to my dad, was like, Hi Dr. Sue, can you like is are you did you vote for Trump? And he was like, uh and she's like, It's a real bummer. We're just gonna have to wait four more years. And he was like, uh, and the dad who like knows we're not Trump supporters was like, oh, okay, sweetie, we, next time you'll be able to vote, which is not true because she's seven. So in four years, she'll be 11. And unless it will be world, a long time, like I'm all for voting, the lowering the voting age, but not for, to 11. So mm-hmm. anyway, <laughs> yeah, who knows? Will he even be alive? <laughs> I, mm. Yeah. I don't wish death on a lot of people, but... Yeah. But I'm like... Yeah. Speaking Honestly. of Trump, and I know this is super, super old news, but I watched Borat 2 yesterday, and oh it gosh. was great. I if people haven't seen that. it... Yeah, you should watch that. It's It was fucking wild. Um, and, like, I love the first Borat, but this one... Well, like, I watched Borat, obviously, not when it came out. I watched it many, many years later. And just to watch this one now, when it's so relevant, was really interesting. Um, what was, like... I haven't watched the first one in a long time. And I probably haven't... I didn't. I probably didn't watch the whole thing. So, what exactly is, like, the theme? Well, it's one. really at the core. It's a family movie. <laughs> no, just kidding. Well, it's about his like relationship family. with his daughter, and the whole thing is him giving his daughter away to a rich and powerful man to make Kazakhstan great again. So he tries to give her to Michael Pence, and then he tries to give her to Rudy Giuliani. 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 I always say his name wrong because I'm like picturing the spelling. Oh yeah, Giuliani. That's what my mom says. She's like, do you like, anyway. So, yeah. Um, so basically that's it. So that's why, and it like has the pandemic in it and stuff. So just like seeing the pandemic and seeing um, like, like anti-mask protests and like the like Republican, like I can't, it was just wild. Like I knew that existed. It's just wild. 
And, like, I mean, I'm from Michigan, so, like, I really know that it exists, but. Yeah. Anyway. I can't even imagine. Where are you from again? Are you from Mass? I'm from New York City. New York City. I did know that. I I feel from Massachusetts. <laughs> uh, that doesn't even sound right. <laughs> Where in New no York hate. City? Oh yeah, um, you went to like a school that was like Gossip Girl. It, yeah, it was <laughs> what Gossip Girl is based on, but it in no way is as raunchy as Gossip Girl. Darn. Um, you don't have any yeah. any salacious, no. scandalous stories from your high school years. Not at all. I mean, I wasn't even, like, in those circles to know what, <laughs> if there was anything raunchy going on. <laughs> no, that's um, how I feel, too. <laughs> so I was just like, you know, it's all good. Um, yeah. The closest I probably got was, was like, the, the, the socials that we had with, like, the all-boys schools. <laughs> and then I just never crossed over you know yeah but yeah it's quite a time still can't believe that I went there sometimes yeah that's how I feel with my school too was very preppy and like wearing uniforms and stuff but it was basically I feel like it was split into two one with kids who were there just to like go to math class and the other half that were there because like their parents paid a lot of money (laughs) and Mm -hmm. they could go there and yeah I was definitely in like the nerd side but like people knew who I was but like it's not like I was like invited to their parties and stuff but yeah I didn't know any juicy gossip until it was like two weeks later and I was like did you hear and they were like yeah we heard (laughs) (laughs) Um, did you have to wear like uniform yeah yeah we did and like this is probably was like a problem in your school too but like the length of the skirt and like the oh rulers my gosh. and yes i remember when we had casual days and we used to be able to wear leggings and then they banned leggings and then there was like a free the peach movement and like wait free bun- the peach what does that like let us wear leggings basically and if you were wearing leggings then they would give you like this tunic to wear that like covered like to your knee it was like hideous oh that is that's intense Ugh, dress code is so sexist (laughs) it is even at wow yeah um what was i gonna say like how you had a tunic they would take like old skirts from like the lost and founds that were usually like really like big and didn't fit people right like they would give it to people if their their skirts were too short it would just be awkward because it obviously wasn't fitting them right oh no it's just like uh didn't make any sense i remember um one day we I was I came to school I was at like some school event I forgot what but they told us that since we arrived back from the school event and the school event was like 
for like the whole weekend into Monday, but they said that we had to come in the second half of Monday. And I was like, okay. So I came in and I didn't, wasn't like expecting to go, I was gonna skip school, but then my mom said I had to go. So I didn't really have the right clothes and I didn't have the right shoes. So they made me go to the office and get these shoes and they were so stinky and it was just the worst. And I didn't have my contacts in, so I was wearing glasses, and no one really knew I wore glasses in high school, so I had it was just it was just a mixture of embarrassment. And I go and I sit at my math class, and everyone's like whispering to each other. I'm like, bro, no one's even paying attention to Mr. Arsenault, and like that's what I do, but like why is everyone doing that? <laughs> and then my friend's like, Alex, everyone's whispering because we know that we have a pop quiz. And I was like, what the fuck? The one day that I decided not to skip, it was senior year. So I was like, really? I have a fucking pop quiz. And I already got into Tufts at that point, I'm pretty sure. So anyway, so they give out the pop quiz and I just start crying. <laughs> and Mr. Arsenal's like, they're there, they're there. But then it was like the best quiz of my semester. So that was nice. Wow. But um, I was so bad at math. This is BC Calc. So just as a blanket statement. Ugh. I wasn't bad at math. I just wasn't great because I was so bad at that class that like we had a class bingo that I made and one of the squares was Alex gets below a 75 because it happened so often. And like kids in the oh class, like most of them like liked me because I was like a class clown. But the kids who like really took BC Calc seriously hated me. They hated me because I was bad at math, which is honestly a little rude. And that is rude. <laughs> and when I took the AP practices i did so bad that mr arsenault cornered me in the hallway was like alex i think you shouldn't take this test because he want didn't want me to bring down his class average and then i was like okay bet but then i studied so hard i got a four on it i mean to be fair most people get a five on the bc calc exam because the curve is so high but i got a four on it which was incredible good (laughs) wow look at you yeah Breaking the status quo. Really? I mean, maybe he, like, reverse psychologyed me by telling me not to take it. But, yeah. I mean, it worked. <laughs> he probably didn't do it intentionally, but he did. Maybe he reverse psychology. Yeah. How were how are your classes in your high school? Were they, like, horrible? Uh, well, it was a really good school academically, but obviously rigorous um our math classes were interesting because when we got into middle school they switched the curriculum to this like it's the type of math like strategy that is used at Exeter like the boarding school mm, um where they like um where you like do problems for homework and like the teacher doesn't really teach but you present the problems to everyone in the class if that makes sense like (laughs) so if you're lost you were lost and then you just had to like learn it during class um or just make something up so that was an interesting time my senior year when i discovered slater you know, Slater with all the math answers of all the textbooks. That no. was a game changer. Oh my gosh. Well, there was no answers for ours. Because, oh no. Because <laughs> it was just the workbook. Um, 
I'm pretty sure. I can't believe I have to take another math class at Tufts. I mean, at least I tested out of one of them. But just the thought of taking another math class literally... If you, I don't know if you listened to the first podcast, but I literally couldn't do, what was it? A million divided by 10. Like I couldn't, like, ugh, it was so humiliating. <laughs> and, and like just the thought, even math of social choice, I feel like I'm going to fail. Like, I feel like You're my not. brain You're has not. been so rewired in one direction. No, That's yeah. Like... beautiful. <laughs> kidding. I'm so sorry. If only you saw. Um, um, but I think you'll be fine. It's just because you're so removed from it, you know? Yeah. At least that's what I think. Like, taking stats this semester was not fun. Even though it wasn't really that much math, it still felt like, ugh, you know? Yeah. What are, what are your majors again? My major, my only major oh, is, um, could never do double major, I think. Um, I'm in engineering psychology, but oh, it's also God. called human factors engineering, mm-hmm. but I'm not in the engineering school, so I can't really call it that for myself. Honestly, that just makes you cooler. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of. What is what is what does engineering psychology mean? Um basically it's like understanding or like learning how to design like everyday things or or like it, like web interfaces based off of the way that like humans process information or how they yeah, like read things um, overall. Um, yeah, you basically study like psychology, but also a little bit of like um, like how humans are like built. So like if you're designing a chair. I'm built different. You wanna, <laughs> I'm built different. So <laughs> let's design this different. Um but yeah, like this semester I took a class um, where we like learned how like the different measurements you have to take to like build something to like a table, like what what percentile of measurements should you look at in order to design this in the best way possible that will like accommodate to the most amount of people. Or, like, whatever situation it needs to be used in. That's really interesting. Yeah. It's a lot of different things. Very interdisciplinary. Very, very my thing, I would That's say. That's cool. What's that song in the background? Oh. It's my brother. Oh. <laughs> uh. It's on TikTok. No. Relatable. Typical. Uh, that's really cool. Me as an English major, I'm like, no, no, that's really cool. I like your funny words, <laughs> magic man. I'm like, no, that's really cool. I just fucking read books and then talk about metaphors like I'm doing something productive. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but literature is is important. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to apply to jobs 
Well, like summer jobs, but I don't even know where to begin. Because I feel like everything involves English, which means also that nothing like needs an English major, you know what I mean? Like it's too general. It's like everyone, everything needs English, right? But nothing needs an English major. <laughs> um, it'd be like that. Would um, you want to be like a writer or, or do you yeah, not really know? That's the thing. Maybe I'll just become one of those extras in porn. <laughs> Full circle, baby. <laughs> Full circle. Maybe I'll script porn. Can't be that hard. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think like, there's a lot of talking. <laughs> okay, yes. But I'm talking about like the pre. Yeah, yeah. The pre talking yeah. part. Because honestly, that's some of the best material is the setup. And sometimes if the setup is like so awkward and then, like, their conversation is like, oh, I should go on a run. What if I run into him again? Like when the con- like when the the words are too like stiff and awkward, it just brings me out of it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. maybe if yeah. someone just wrote that better or directed that part better, then that's a market, you know what I mean? So definitely. Um you know. Not to mention, I've gotten pretty good at camera work recently. So, (laughs) um, the consideration. Yeah. Speaking of that industry, like, I know we did OnlyFans as a joke for TFL, but people are making millions of, I mean, they're like Black China's making like three, like $7 million a month, right? But even like people who are just like chilling. Make like three thousand dollars like in a week, just like three thousand with bikini pictures too. Not even like nudes. Oh I just gosh. just wild. That's like more than I made the whole summer, and that's not true. I made a little bit more this summer, but that was over five months. Like <laughs> anyway, that's wild. That is wild. Yeah, really makes you wonder. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if it wasn't so stigmatized, I would do it. (laughs) No, you know what? If I had confidence in myself, I would do it. (laughs) Um, That's a mood. Um, Yeah, it reminds me of, like, did you ever watch Euphoria? No, I have not. But I want to. (laughs) Well, you won't get my reference, so. No, say it for the people, though. Um, that just made me think of, like, when the character Kat starts to, like, I mean, it's not the same, because, like, OnlyFans, I guess, is different, but, like, she started, like, live streaming or whatever on whatever platform they used on (laughs) on Euphoria, but she starts getting, like, bank from, like, Bitcoin and stuff like that, because they're, like, you know, giving her money, and it's just, like, you know, it could be anyone. Yeah. Could be you. <laughs> could be me. <laughs> could be me. Could be us. You know, <laughs> you never know. Um, okay, so we've been talking for 36 minutes. So for the last 10 minutes, I want to do this BuzzFeed quiz with you because I found it to be very interesting. 
Um, let me just go and find it. And for those who are listening, if you want to play along, this is called Who's the Asshole Quiz. It's called, uh, it's on BuzzFeed. It's, it's, um, uh, I'm curious who you think the jerk is in these nine dating scenarios. And if you want to follow along, just do that. Okay. So <laughs> this is the first scenario. Alexis's boyfriend, Mutt. Oh my God. Shout out to the <laughs> no. <Jim's> Creek. <laughs> oh, that's legitimately what it says. That's so funny. Um, God. Okay. Ale- Have you finished that show, by the way? No, I'm, I, I just got up to the, I'm almost done with season four. Oh my god. And I almost cried. The cabaret scene in in season four finale is like, made me cry. Anyway, I think that's season four. Anyway, okay. Alexis's boyfriend, Mutt, loves patterned socks. However, he always wears the mismatch, which she hates. While Mutt is out, Alexis replaces all of his socks with new plain black ones. Mutt is furious. Alexis says she did him a favor. Who is the asshole? Alexis? Both of them? Neither of them? Or Mutt? I think the mm. obvious answer is Alexis. <laughs> yeah, because why? Like, she didn't ask him. She didn't talk to him about yeah. the whole situation. And, and that's like, just such a small thing. <laughs> I love mismatching my socks. Also, you know who mismatches their socks? Um, Matthew Gray Goobler. And I love Matthew Gray Goobler. Um, love him. Um, and someone in the comment section said, um, uh... Wearing mismatched socks all the time is a little asshole-ish. Figuratively screaming about how quirky and fun you are is the most so boring and self-absorbed. And I was like, damn, okay. Comfort Tufts University like that. Um, no. <laughs> anyway. Maybe that's why we like it so much. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> maybe we're just selfish and self-absorbed. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is the next one. Zig and his wife Maya have been trying to start a family. On Zig's birthday, Maya gives him a wrapped sonogram picture and says it's his birthday present. Zig says he's happy about the baby, but this doesn't count as a gift. Who's the asshole? Okay, the options are Zig, Maya, both of them, or neither of them. Which one do you choose? It's kind of obvious. Wait, Zig says this wasn't a gift? Like he got salty over that? Obviously. Obviously Zig. Because yeah. the present is that your wife carries your child for nine months, can't drink, can't have sushi, while you just, like, vibe. It's so... When people He's say, like, where's my gift? Like, <laughs> this child. The miracle of life is your fucking gift. <laughs> no, literally, like, when people are like, we're pregnant. I'm like, how are you pregnant? <laughs> Ugh, anyway. Like, the emotional turmoil or whatever is my my contribution yeah no literally please okay okay next one bert and his boyfriend ernie like to watch criminal minds together (laughs) bert and ernie (laughs) yeah bert has a huge crush on the character spencer spencer reed played by matthew gray goobler and always comments on how hot he is ernie says it's disrespectful to their relationship to crush on a character who's the asshole bert ernie neither of them or both of them Um, I think you're gonna have to repeat it because I kind of got lost. Okay, so 
Bert and Ernie watch a TV show and Ernie and no, sorry. Bert has a huge crush on the character in the TV show and always says how hot the character is. And Ernie's like, that's disrespectful to me. So who's in the wrong? Why is it disrespectful? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But also, like, if it was constant, I can see how it could make someone insecure. But I think that should be, like, a conversation. You know what I mean? Like, why? Yeah. You know? I don't think they're an asshole for saying it, I think. Yeah. I think it's Especially just, Especially like, if it's not a real person. Ugh. If it's, like, a celebrity, it's, like, different. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess it's just kind of annoying. Yeah. I'm just thinking because my only one and only boyfriend said, ex-boyfriend said to me once, blonde girls just hit different. And I'm sitting here like, um, excuse me. <laughs> like, excuse me, what? <laughs> and I'm just thinking about that, but I don't think that's the same. Um, anyway. I guess it's similar, but it's... Yeah. I literally think about that all the time. I'm like, huh, he really, he really said that. Like, what if I was like, huh, white boys really hit different. And he's like, um, (laughs) anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm about to hit you different across the face, bitch. Anyway, (laughs) just kidding. I'm not condoning domestic abuse. Okay, anyway, (laughs) next one. Emilio, Emilio, sorry. Emilio tells his girlfriend, Vanessa, he just wants to spend a quiet night with her for his birthday. However, Vanessa surprises him with a party of their closest friends. Emilio is furious and says she threw the party for herself. Who's the asshole? Vanessa, uh. <laughs> Emilio, both of them, or neither of them? Vanessa. Are you he... think Vanessa? Didn't she say it was her party? No, no, no. Wait. Okay, Emilio tells his girlfriend vanessa that he just wants to spend his birthday a quiet night with both of them but vanessa does a surprise party with their closest friends for him and emilio's really mad at her wait vanessa is emilio's girlfriend girlfriend and she throws the party a surprise for him for for him. him and he's mad because he said he just wanted a quiet night in I feel it's I feel like it's nice that she threw the party and I wouldn't go as far as saying that she's an asshole but I feel like it was kind of like inconsiderate to like be like oh let me just throw this party anyways even though you didn't really want it yeah. You know? I feel like it's one of those so things because when people are like, oh, I don't want anything, but when they get a surprise party, they're like, yay, I actually secretly yeah. did want something, but I didn't want to be a hassle. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if someone has like like that's social true. anxiety or something and you're like, party, then that's like really considerate. So and that's, I think it yeah. depends. I think it depends on, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm always like, oh, I don't really want anything. But when someone like surprises me, I'm like, oh, thank God they did something because I really <laughs> wanted something. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that. This is the last one. Frankie's boyfriend, Jonah. Ooh, J name. Watch out. Frankie's boyfriend, Jonah, <laughs> leaves his phone out while he's in the shower. Frankie takes a glance at his phone and sees that he has sexy pics from other girls. Jonah says she shouldn't have snooped and that it's not cheating to have pictures. Who's the asshole? 
Jonah. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, tr- cheating trumps everything that she did. You know what I mean? Also, yeah. if you're going to have, like, secret shit on your phone, don't leave it out. Or, or why am I saying that? But anyway, um, I don't know. What yeah. do you think? I mean, going through someone's phone is bad, but. Yeah, that's bad, but. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole, there's so many layers to this, but, like, I feel like, yeah, cheating is, is bad in all yeah. scenarios, so. Like, obviously, yeah. if you don't trust your significant other that you go through their phone, there's obviously, like, more issues there than just yeah. him cheating. But at That's the same time, I mean. to say that she's the asshole when this issue, it's like, if I, I, lightly punched you in the arm and then you stabbed me yes we're both in the wrong but who's who's gonna go to jail you know what i mean yeah yeah anyway okay well interesting analogies this has been fun wouldn't you say yukora i would say so it has been fun nice okay so this has been the tfo podcast um tune in every monday i don't know don't don't hold me to that. I don't know when I'm going to have time to upload these. Um, now I have to go walk my dog. So, bye, Aquara. <laughs>